Hi, this is Day for Night with Caridad Svitch, a series that looks at the intersection between theater and poetry and the edgelands and the wilderness. In today's episode, what are we from a hidden play of mine called Hurt Song. Hurt Song is part of a cycle of seven plays that I wrote in the last two years uh, that started with a play called Red Bike. And the cycle looks at as I've said in prior episode uh, in this season, the cycle looks at uh, what I guess the word is the disenfranchised, uh, the dispossessed in uh, culture in the United States, specifically uh, the dispossessed living in rural small towns and coastal communities. Uh, Specifically through the lens of environmental racism. The Play Hurt song is about waste pickers. And in my mind, it takes place uh, somewhere in West Texas. But I don't say in the play where it's set, but in my mind, that's where it's set. Uh, the waste pickers in this play, uh, it's not a realistic play in the sense that it's uh, abstracted and slightly fantastical, uh, are all col- uh, climate migrants. So thinking along the lines of the dispossessed from starting with to begin with uh, Hurricane Katrina other hurricanes that have occurred in its wake tornadoes etc so looking at climate migrants climate crisis migrants who have been uprooted and dislocated from their homes and places of origin to other places in the United States and are suddenly living nomadic, transient, economic lives. Uh, So the central characters in Hurt Song are actually a parent child, an adult child, um, and the adult child is uh, the waste picker, uh, and their name is Stevie. So Stevie, uh, while there are new to this community that they land in, uh, 
is also trying to find other work. Uh, and so there's an encounter with a mysterious figure called Them. And that figure uh, is looking for work at a mysterious factory. And the factory is probably uh, some kind of uh, shipping facility uh, but it's never said in any case what happens is that a sort of friendship occurs between this figure called them and Stevie uh, both of these characters are uh, nomadic and uprooted people so um, neither of them is from place where the play is set so I'm just going to read from a section uh, where they're in conversation, but uh, focusing mainly on Stevie's uh, voice and basically walking through a little bit of their history. So this is from Hurt Song. I had a friend back home back when water was level. Friend called Rocket. Loved ribs. The juicier, the better. Would make them on Sundays after church. Special sauce on the skinny part where the skin meets the bone. Said, Rocket, you are spoiling me for work. Eat like this, won't get anything done. And Dem says, where's your friend now? Stevie says, drowned. Them says, sorry. Stevie says, whole side of our town drowned. If we'd stayed on, we'd have two. But well, we got into a boat, old but deep, lots of bottom, paddled and prayed. Trying hard not to listen to all the wailing round. Hard not to listen. Hard not to want to stop and let the mighty water take. Got arms, keep paddling, Ma said. Got legs, keep moving. Save your pity for those that ain't here. Keep going, keep doing. At the dry land, boats half sinking, people pull us up. Ma's praying to some god, don't even got a name anymore. I'm like, just push through, do, don't look at anything. Mine's blank like I get sometimes when I was a child. Mine just empties like some parking lot. Knew who I was and stuff. Knew we hit dry land. The people there helping out in their way. Stick us on some bus, said, y'all go in there to that town, get you set up. Still waiting ever gonna set up up no how <laughs> sometimes I sit here thinking about that job in there and the job in the field and think all this mess is because of some sickness we all got to believe in once let others make us believe they knew better like the trash they don't get sent back to be made into something most of the time it gets burned piles of it 
Sometimes at night, you can see the smoke rising up in the sky. Dirt catches us all. When we wake up, we think, how are we gonna keep on breathing? The other day, a mass of plastic rock in my hands. I'm working. And there's this massive stuff all glued together. Looks like some kind of primeval creature from far away. Get close, it's a mess of stuff. Somebody's comb, kid's toy, artificial limb, some kind of bottles of some kind, all mashed together, hardened into this whole other thing. Plastic upon plastic upon plastic, mutant creature think we made this no one else this is our doing some indiana jones space person come down here someday and get a look at all this they're gonna think we had some kind of disease because we couldn't stop ourselves from making stuff owning stuff and wanting more stuff to own till come a time we got so tired of all our stuff we just threw it away But see, the stuff got a life, too. It don't know why it got tossed somewhere. It wants to find home, just like we do. And it says, how are we gonna survive? So, home sticks to the toy, and the toy finds a limb to hang on to, and the bottles make lungs and heart, and this new creature makes so strong, there's no way it can burn, outlasts us all. Indiana Jones space person doesn't know any better and asks themselves, what was this creature called? And someone in some spaceship somewhere will make a sign with their arms. And Indiana Jones space person will say, oh, right, property. And that's from her song. I'm going to close out today's episode with just a small section from Claudia Rankin's uh, new book, Just Us, An American Conversation. This is uh, about quite a ways into the book. Uh, Just a section of it. So this is from Claudia Rankin. When I wake in the middle of the night, I sit at my desk and my friend's phrase, reciprocation of understanding, comes back to me. Is that what we are after? Are conversations pathways to the exchange of understanding? When I am on my own in the dark, Stakes seem lower and perhaps more achievable than, say, something like entangled empathy, which a philosopher friend of mine argues for. For her, entangled empathy is not a feeling, but a perspective where you recognize yourself inside a complicated set of relations. But what happens when, 
Reciprocate is a command. I have understood, therefore you must. The defensiveness that brings forward is only human. But is there a moment or a sentence after any reaction of vulnerability that would give us time to realign? Maybe our social work becomes our attempt to be in relation. Conversations could be redefined as such. What does it mean to want a thing to change, but then feel bullied by that change? Is understanding change? I am not so sure. The playwright and poet Samuel Beckett once said that writing Waiting for Godot was a way of finding, quote, a form that accommodates the mess, unquote. Are conversations accommodations? People, perhaps words are like rooms. They have to make room for people. Dude, I am here. We are here. You are here. She is here. They are here. He is here. We live here too. He eats here too. She walks here too. He waits here too. They shop here Dude, come on, come on. That's a short section from Claudia Rankin's uh, beautiful new book, Just Us, an American Conversation, published by Grey Wolf Press. And that's today's episode. Uh, day for night. As always, this is about you and I here in this theater. You there in the dark. And I here, wondering who you are. If you wish to click on the listener support button, please do. Thanks for listening to Day for Night.